Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. Hello, welcome, happy Friday today. I am so excited to start this Lent series. Every Friday, I'm gonna be popping here on the podcast to really recap what we've been reading in our Lent Bible study challenge um, and just give you some of my notes, some of my encouragement, and also lead you through a Lectio Divina. Lectio Divina is a meditation on scripture. It's a beautiful way to just still your heart, to turn to God and to receive his blessing of peace. So at the end of today's episode, I'll be taking you through that based on a scripture I've pulled out from our reading thus far. So if you haven't joined us yet, it is not too late. Today's reading is chapter is Matthew chapter uh, 7 through 9. So you can just jump right in, okay? Or you can start from the beginning and catch up all the way to chapter 9. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's all about you taking time to be with Jesus. And right now, we are just in a crazy time in history, in the world. There's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of mourning. There's a lot of destruction. There's a lot of sin in this broken world. And so this is a critical time for you to invest in your soul, to break away from the noise, and to have stillness. If you want to dive in right now and go ahead and grab your bookmark, if you have not signed up for Lint yet, Text the word LENT, L-E-N-T, to the number, get ready, the number is 877-387-6348. That's 877-387-6348, and I will send you the bookmark link so you can download it and get ready for tomorrow. And if you want to get my daily text messages where each morning I send you a text at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll remind you of what to read that day and a little message from me. Text Lent Daily, one word, L-E-N-T-D-A-I-L-Y, Lent Daily, and I will get you signed up on my list to get a daily text message from me. It's the same number, 877-387-6348. My heart for this journey, for you and for me and for everybody participating in this Lent Bible study is to really help you unlock the promises of Jesus in your life. Jesus gives us so many promises in scripture, promise of peace, of comfort, of healing, of blessing, of joy, of grace, of revelation, and really just to experience his goodness and presence. These are incredible promises, and sometimes they can feel unobtainable. And what I've been learning lately in my journey is that if we want to unlock the promises of Jesus in our life, we have to learn and adapt to the lifestyle of Jesus. We have to actually live the lifestyle he lived. And in order for us to emulate him and to do what he does and to adapt his lifestyle, we can't emulate what we don't know. 
So we need to actually follow him in order to learn him. And to learn him, we got to be with him, okay? So that's what this journey is all about. It's just being with Jesus, showing up each day, putting this as a priority in our lives, giving ourselves grace when we mess up because we're going to mess up. It's not about perfection here. But it's really just to pick up, start fresh. So again, start today. If maybe you signed up and you haven't done anything and you're jumping into this podcast episode, this is your reminder to start fresh today. Just do today's reading. Carve out the time. You deserve time to sit at the feet of Jesus. So when we open up the book of Matthew, it starts with a miracle. The king is finally here. Jesus is born in a miraculous birth. He's finally here after lots and lots of waiting. There were over four centuries of silence. I mean, the Jewish people were waiting. Where is our promised Messiah? They knew they were waiting for the words of the prophets to come true. They had prophesied that he would come. And then all of a sudden... The angel Gabriel shows up and says, your king is coming. Isn't that amazing? I mean, and I just think this is so encouraging. Matthew starts out with such a beautiful, miraculous deliverance of a promise that God made to his people. And so it's really encouraging if you're in a season of waiting. Maybe you feel like you've been waiting on a promise from God, or you've been waiting on a word from God, or you've just been in this season of um, uncertainty and waiting. God is always on time and he sees you. He knows the desires of your heart and he is faithful and he is trustworthy. You can trust your father to give you the gifts you deserve at the time you're supposed to have them. I hope that gives you peace today if you are in a season of waiting. So it opens up with this beautiful miracle, you know, and Jesus is born into this crazy, unstable time. It's a time where King Herod is about to murder all the babies. And guess what? Jesus was a baby. So he is born into this completely unstable time, unstable circumstances. Jesus was born and made for this time. So I want to encourage you today that to know that God placed you in this time in eternity for a reason. You were also created for such a time as this. And moms, if you have children right now, I know we're going through such a crazy time seeing awful things on the news. I want to remind you that your kids were made for such a time as this. God is not frightened by what's going on. He is here with us. He's not caught off guard by it. Jesus being born into such a crazy time kind of just gives me peace that we are okay in this crazy time. And in day two of our Lent Bible study, we dived into Matthew chapter four, five, and six. And of course, this is really where we get into the Sermon on the Mount. But in chapter four, it starts the very beginning. It starts with Jesus taking an action. And this action was to go into the wilderness. He entered the wilderness, which is also known as the Aramos, the lonely place, the isolated place. And I think we can look at the wilderness and see this to be a place of weakness, right? Jesus goes, he doesn't eat, he fasts for 40 days. And afterwards, he is physically weak, right? If you don't eat for 40 days and 40 nights, you are going to be weak. And that's what this whole season of Lent is kind of about. It's about this time where we abstain from something. And we can look at what Jesus did and say, wow, he's so weak now. And that's why the devil came to attack him at his quote unquote weak point. But what's what's 
interesting, if we keep looking at the life of Jesus and what he does, we'll see that he continuously goes off to be alone, to be in solitude, to go to the Aremos, to go into this wilderness isolation places. And this is actually where Jesus becomes very strong. The wilderness is not a place of weakness. It's a place to gain strength. Jesus was strengthened by retreating to be alone with the Lord, which is why he was so powerful in his ability to rebuke the devil. And so if we are trying to be like Jesus, to become like him in order to unlock the promises of Jesus, we have to also in our lives emulate this activity, emulate going into the wilderness, going into isolation places, going into these moments of solitude, retreating to be alone with the Lord. So I just encourage you on this journey to keep showing up for it, keep carving out time to have this quiet time with God, whether it's in the morning or it's on your lunch break or right before you go to bed, carve it out, put it on your calendar, schedule it and show up for it because this is going to be your place of strength no matter what the devil throws at you. And Jesus emulates this for us. He did this often. It was his place of strength. Jesus' disciples notice this about him. They notice he goes off alone and prays. And they even ask him, Jesus, teach us how to pray. We want to learn how to do what you're doing. Because we can tell that in your prayer, there is strength. There's something happening when you go off to be alone. And we want to learn how to do what you're doing. And that's what this time's all about. I want you, as you read these gospels, to look at his lifestyle. What is he doing? So far, we've noticed he's going off to be alone. He's taking time to be in the wilderness. He's taking time to pray, and he's also taking time to fast. This is the lifestyle of Jesus. This is what he is doing. And this is so countercultural. Our lifestyle, our technology-infused society, we don't know what wilderness is. If we have five seconds of wilderness, we are pulling out our phone, aren't we? Like, just to like, oh, this is boring. I'm pulling my phone, see what's going on. Like, we don't know how to be in wilderness. We're too adapted to our technology to actually do this. And so when we first sit down to sit and to read our Bible or to have quiet time with God, it's really hard. And I just want to encourage you that the more you do it, the easier it actually gets to unplug because you're going to have this new sustenance, this new manna from heaven, this new bread uh, that is not our phones that's going to start feeding your soul, and you're going to realize how hungry you actually were for this time. So that's really my prayer for you. My prayer is that you get this new bread in your soul and this new nourishment for your heart that really helps you to reform this habit or form it for the first time of spending time with God, of going to the Aramos, going into the wilderness with him to retreat and be alone with the Lord. let's talk a little bit about the Sermon on the Mount. I've been listening to John Mark Comer's podcast. It's incredible. And he's really talking about what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, what it means to be an apprentice of Jesus. And he explains how radical the invitation to follow Jesus really was. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, anyone can be a disciple of Jesus. Well, in those times, that was crazy. In those times, basically, boys and girls went to school 
School ended about age 13, and that's when the best and brightest went on to more schooling. And then the top, top, top echelon of that schooling was given the opportunity to interview with a rabbi to then apprentice. And so only a very select, 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 select few were able to go to that higher education and then to even you know, have the opportunity to interview with a rabbi and to be an apprentice and to be a disciple. And here's the goal of the apprenticeship. There's three goals. The first goal of an apprenticeship was to be with your rabbi. And that just means time. Like you literally lived with them. You slept by their bed. You ate with them. You spent every waking hour with your rabbi. The next thing you did was you tried to become them. So you wanted to be with them. And then you ultimately wanted to become them. You wanted to talk like them. You emulated their every move. You learned what they did. You did what they did. And then lastly, so it's to be, to become, and then lastly, it was to do. Basically to do what they do and to act in the same way that we do, at the same way that the rabbi does. So that's what it was to be an apprentice in those times. So when Jesus said, anyone come be my disciple, follow me, that was crazy. Not only that, he said that to women, follow me, which was crazy in that time. But that's our Jesus. He's just amazing. He's all, He was obviously ahead of his time. Um, and so... I hope that kind of inspires you through this Lent journey to make the time for this, to learn to become like Jesus. We have to emulate him and then ultimately to do what he does. And one thing he does is he spends a lot of time with his father. And it's through that time, which is such a precious asset in our lives. It is in that time that you will unlock the promises of Jesus. You will feel his presence. His presence brings peace and healing and joy and revelation. And it's not like this becoming like Jesus is something we do once. It's a practice. A practice is for a lifetime. There's no perfectionism. There's no striving that works. It's just a practice. And, you know, give yourself grace. This journey, it's a long journey. And it's not like, you know, if you miss one day of the study, it's like, oh, you're off. Sorry, bye. Jesus knew that he sets a really high standard in life. He expects for us to struggle. Um, he knows that life is hard. But the truth is that is that life with God is hard, but life with God is so, so good. So I want to jump into a moment of Lectio Divina with you now. And Lectio Divina simply means divine reading. It's nothing woo-woo. I'm just going to read a beautiful scripture over you. And I want it just to wash over your heart and soul and to bless you. So how we're going to structure this is I want you to get into a comfortable position. Um, maybe if you're walking, you want to find a bench or somewhere to rest under a tree and just relax. If you're home, just go somewhere where you can sit and just relax and close your eyes. If you're driving, keep your eyes on the road and just take some deep breaths. Let's just take some deep breaths together, close our eyes. And I'm gonna be reading Matthew chapter six, verses 33 through 34. I'm gonna read it in the NIV version. Then I'm gonna read it in the Passion Translation. And then I'm gonna read it again in the NIV. And between each reading, I'm actually gonna take a little pause. And that pause is for you to just sit, not to analyze or to think about your to-do list or to stress about anything or, you know, 
intellectually uh, dissect the scripture. You've probably heard this scripture before. This pause time is just for you to sit in stillness in the presence of God and just enjoy that. To have this moment where we can take all the things that are shooken up in our lives and let it settle. So I hope this is a time that you can settle in. We're going to take some deep breaths and then I'm going to read the scripture over you. Take a deep breath. Breathe in. Breathe out. Again, breathe in. Breathe out. Matthew chapter 6, verses 33 through 34. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and the righteousness that proceeds from him. Then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. Refuse to worry about tomorrow, but deal with each challenge that comes your way, one day at a time. Tomorrow will take care of itself. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Let me pray over you. Father God, thank you so much for your loving kindness, for your faithfulness, for the way that you take care of us and handle us. Lord God, right now there's so much to worry about. And Lord, we just release that to you. We accept your yoke for your burden is light. God, we would just release what we've been holding on to that doesn't even belong to us, God. We release it to you in Jesus' name. 
Amen. So how did you enjoy the Lectio Divina? I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it blessed you. I love the Passion Translation version where it says that um, one day at a time, but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. In the notes it says, or one day's trouble is enough for one day. Isn't that the truth? So I hope this blessed you, and I would love to see you and connect with you inside of our Facebook group. It's called the Christian Dreamers Community, and it's on Facebook, and each day we talk a little bit about what we read that day. We share our observations, and so if you want to plug into that or share how you liked this podcast, um, jump into that Facebook group, and let's get connected. I'd love to just chat with you in the comments. Um, We do a post each day during Lent uh, to just talk about what we read that day. So you can connect with other people on the same journey with you. And if you want to get those daily text messages from me, you can text Lint Daily one word to 877-387-6348. Uh, tomorrow is Saturday, and tomorrow our reading is Matthew chapter 10 through 12. And then on Sunday we take a break. So Sunday is a great day to catch up. If you miss anything during the week, you can just take a nice chunk of time on Sunday and catch up on your Lent Bible study. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. You are so loved. Bye, guys.